in good company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. There is a theme that keeps coming up again and again and again and again and again and again in the calls that we're doing in the mastermind. And I just put a shout out in our Keeping Good Company um, group to find out what they wanted to hear about, what you guys wanted to hear about, what did you want us to talk about. And the overwhelmingly huge thing that is seems to be getting in the way of everyone is this idea of consistency. Now, Lisa and I just chatted about this because it's something that we don't know that we have the answers to this, but we thought we would talk about consistency and what has been our own process towards it perhaps Mm. um, and just unpack it a little because I think – we we can't we we can't be here with all the answers. This stuff it is really come, going to come down to you being committed to your internal work. So let's bust open this fucking crack and nut. <laughs> what? Did I? Bust Am open I this fucking crack and nut. <laughs> Brain fart. All right. Yep. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Let's just start start with a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we can go. I- what do you got to say about it? Well, so okay, um, and, and when we start, when we thought about this topic, I said something. You're like, yeah, see, I'm just not sure about that. And so I do just want to say, everyone's brains work really differently. Everyone's got different stuff, and uh, we just thought the best way to do this was sharing our own stories. So this is mine. Um, I can remember when I invested in getting a website created. At the time, it cost me $7,000 and it was a huge amount of money for me to spend. And Liz did it. Anyone who needs a good website designer. She's and amazing. Builder. She's a genius. She's always done my branding and create, like built my websites and stuff. And she just said, Lisa, don't make the mistake that everyone makes. People invest in this stuff, then they don't post anything. Put something on this website once a week. Do it some justice. Do the money that you've invested some justice. And it was what I needed to hear at that time because, you know, with three little kids and I was I was up and sort of running e-courses at that stage and I thought I'm just going to take her advice and do it. But here's the, the, the underlying thing that was going on for me at that time. I had... I, I can remember when I wasn't selling anything, when I was just had my Facebook page and blog, which the first one cost me $300 um, to create. I kept on saying to Nick, he'd be like, what are you doing on Facebook all the time? And I just said, something's going to happen from this. Something's going to happen. And I knew if I kept doing it, something would happen. I just knew in myself. We had been in Brisbane for, you know, whatever, probably a year by the stage where I got a sense that something could happen from this. And I I knew it was going to be the thing that could take me home. So I didn't want to have to go where the so work you, is. So you had a burning desire, which was to get your family home and get Nick doing something with his life that wasn't soul-destroying. 
Correct. I didn't. I I felt pretty cheated that we couldn't move back to Melbourne after being in Sydney for five years and we had to go where the work is. And, you know, I did B school. I'm like, wow, this shit really does happen for people. This could happen for me, but I need to do it. And so I just kept on doing it. And I, I committed to showing up every day. I had, I think that there's, I think I needed an internal commitment that was bigger, much, much bigger than just telling myself to show up every day on social media because then I could earn, you know, have a have an e-course that made me $3,000 or something. You know, that wasn't big enough. It wasn't meaningful enough for me. Mm. I had to find an internal core driver and I had it in that. And I've looked at a lot of people. I've watched a lot of people. You know, at that time, we were living off one salary and a couple of Thermomix sales a month and it wasn't comfortable at all. We didn't I didn't buy clothes for myself for quite a few years. Uh, we couldn't go on holidays apart from just back down to Melbourne. There was not any extra money. I bought the kids' clothes and a lot of them were secondhand. But I also, I, I, I feel like if if all your needs are fully taken care of and you're really super comfortable, mm. It's hard to get give yourself a reason to keep going. And I see it, I see it in some group programs I'm in where people are like, I just can't make myself. And it's like, well, what's your reason for doing this? Where is that internal commitment? Without that, yeah, it's really hard to do the hard stuff. And the hard stuff is creating consistent routine. You know, I really wanted this. And also I got a huge buzz from it. So that made it a little bit easier to know that. When I was posting stuff, I was having conversation with people, I was helping people, and that feedback was kind of addictive. Okay. So for me, uh, I've mentioned this a number of times on this podcast and definitely about 400 times on Philosophies. I was not a consistent human being. I didn't show up consistently. I, I launched my podcast. I, um, I disappeared. Off that, you know, I had really great success, hit number one, and then a few months in, lost my steam and started to disappear. My daughter got sick. You know, she, she was really sick. My nana died. All this stuff happened and I would just drop off the face of the earth and then I would return. I was just like the classic person who, and I see it happen all the time. Sorry guys. Yeah. So it used to happen all the time in the blogging world that I used to see it back in like, when I was blogging in 2009, 2010, you see this happen all the time. People would be consistent. They'd start to see some return on their investment in terms of engagement or whatever. And then they would just mm. disappear. Life got too much. Mm. Something happened, derails you. You go into this place where you hide and then you go, oh, right, got to get back on track. Get back on mm. track. Yeah, yeah. Go hard. Go hard. Go hard. Go hard. Do it for three or four weeks. Something else happens. Fall yeah. off the tractor. Hey guys, I'm really sorry. I know I've, I've been saying I want to be consistent, but here I am. I'm showing up again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It is such a classic. It is. And you know, this is like where we've been, we've been chatting to our amazing masterminders. And I talk to small steppers about this too, because we can often feel like if we're not consistent, we all have these perfectionist tendencies. Mm. If I'm not doing it perfectly, then what's the point? 
you know, one of our masterminders is, is can be quite good on social media during the week, but then it'll get to a weekend, she won't post, and then the next week she'll find it really hard to start posting again. And it's like Because no, she's got this story that consistent means day in, every, day out. Every day yeah. something posts. And and when things start to feel like a heavy weight, a burden, a should, then Ugh, we run away from that. Yeah. Shit. For me, I think what changed for me was I got sick of that story. I got sick mm-hmm. of hearing myself go, I'm back. Look, I'm back. Yes. And now I'm going to be rocking at this thing and radio silence again, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it was just a perpetual cycle. And I felt shit about it. I felt really shit mm-hmm. about it. And I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted to share my story. I knew I wanted to speak. I knew that my podcast was a vehicle for that. And eventually I just got so sick of my own bullshit, I did something about it. Mm. And that yep. sounds and- super harsh, right? Like, but sometimes we have to get to that point. And don't you also think, though, that there's a difference between, um, like, when all of your actions are based on your circumstances, then you can be using that as an excuse mm. a lot of the time, whereas, you know, which is oh, the kids were sick, which was blah, 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 and, like, that stuff does happen. And so we're not about like putting a noose around your neck. But if that stuff is happening, finding ways around it, building up a bank of ideas for social media or, you know, whatever it is, so that you're not having to rely on your circumstances being perfect 100% of the time in order to be able to show up. I think that they end up being your excuses mm. and you can't be living in a world of excuses. There is real life that intervenes 100%. And you and I have both had real life intervene over the last few years in big, huge ways. And yet there is a commitment for me that I am I am running a business. And I think when you're at the very yes. start of your journey, you haven't kind of switched from, like I was in a blogger mindset for a long time before I kind of switched into this is actually my business and businesses require certain actions to be taken. It's not emotional. You've it's just, just got to get job. over yourself and you just got to do the shit that needs do to it. be done. This, exactly. this is what I, this is what I feel like, um, is a lot of the struggle that we're seeing at the moment in this consistent idea of consistency is that people have gone from working in a job where they're required to show up consistently. Otherwise they don't get paid. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, and then they move into wanting to do something for themselves that gives them the freedom to, um, you know, not be tied to a desk all the time, be more present with their children, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's personal then because it's yeah. them and it's requiring on their commitment to themselves. Self-integrity. Yeah. And we've spoken about this in a previous episode when I was crying because I didn't feel like showing up and I just felt like a really, I was having a really shitty day. And you had asked me about honor and Mm -hmm. how honor could have meant me going and lying in bed and watching Netflix. But I had said to you, that isn't honoring my bigger version, my bigger picture. So do you think that's part of it? Is that if you don't have that bigger vision, it's really hard to create consistent practice because you don't know what you're working for. If you don't know why you're doing something and why it's really important to you, there are things that we, if, if your, if your child was suddenly sick, you would, for example, one of my girlfriends has a three year old who is going through a really, really horrible time right now. Her kid has neuroblastoma, which is a, 
uh, deadly form of childhood cancer. And you can bet your ass she's not, she, she needs 300,000 to get her kid into a program in the States. Now you can bet your ass she is doing every fucking thing within her power to make that happen. She mm. is committed, 100% mm. committed to making this happen for her child. So she will get the fuck over herself and do whatever she has to do to make that happen. Most of our whys, the reason that we're doing it, aren't that life or death. Yep. And so when they're not, they can go easily be put on the back burner. Yep. And when it's your own personal needs and you're a mum who has grown up in this society that's telling us that, you know, mums can't have dreams, mums have to be present with their children's, mums have to, you know, put themselves last, of course you're operating from that place because that's the story that we have about, and I find that a lot of our excuses as women uh, come from being mothers. Oh, definitely. The kids are the excuse. The kids were your excuse for a long time. They kept the, yeah, I used the excuse of having no time in order to, which kept me chaotic. And the kids are my superpower, in fact. Mm. The kids and the limited capacity, the limited time that I had actually saw me taking huge imperfect action. But I could not, I, I, because I kept the story that I was too busy to set up systems or too busy to just take a breath, I never did. Mm. And it's bullshit. But it was a story. It was a total it was story. A story. It was a full story. I had choice every step of the way about what I was doing. I just, I just, I wasn't even able to hear that message mm. at that time. And I think, you know, it's, it's also the thing that I talk to, to small steppers about when we, we have talked about commitment and because when you're trying to create lifestyle, any type of change, it, you're setting up new neural pathways in your brain. Mm. It's, it's not easy. It requires a level of commitment. Like I think about going to the gym or doing walking or Pilates. Like when you're building up something, I think that you just have to decide to, to do it, to, to, to be committed to following through for a certain amount of time. And then because you feel so fucking awesome, you just keep going and the motivation kind of kicks in off the back of that. But in the beginning, it does start and with. In an ideal world, that's the way it works, right? But then some of us do this so that we, we start showing up. I'm one of, you know, I've been one of these people. Um, mm. We start showing up in a way that feels really amazing and we love it. And then we're derailed and then we just can't get back up and back into it. And so is that because you think it has to be done perfectly all the time? Because I, I think I just ha do, I have a default imperfect gene or mm. something. I am not worried about if I don't walk for three months, but then I just start again. It just does not, I don't know why. And that's, I think what, when I talk about food and when small steppers have said, oh, now I feel really, if I'm not eating perfectly, I mustn't be committed, but I really do want to make these changes. I'm like, well, you're committed to doing it in a way that feels good for you. Be committed to eating well when you can, when the budget affords and the time, and you've got the time. So don't be committed to all or nothing. Be committed to change at your own pace. It's like, giving full permission for it to just be messy and, and falling off. But then when you fall off, it just means that you can just 
jump back on because yeah. it wasn't meant to be perfect anyway. Like yes. how hard is it to be all or nothing? It's 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 practically impossible. It is, but I feel like there's also this thing where we want to be good at something straight off the bat. Like, well, this is this has been part of my story. And at I went to um, singing lessons at the weekend, and we were doing. I think I might have spoken this in the last episode where we were improvising on um like a blues bar, and I just felt I just I just felt like I really needed to get it right. And I hadn't realized that I had that story going on and mm. just how much that was getting in my way. Mm. I think, honestly, if you're going to be committed to anything, it has to be commitment to you. Like yep. that's where it starts, the commitment to 100%. the work that you do on you. Yes. yes. Uh, but in the very beginning, wasn't aware of that, wasn't aware. Took the advice of someone who I trusted about building a business, which was, add something to this website once a week. Like literally, it was as simple as that. Yeah. I think we, we often, we're often trying to make it so like what we've seen when we're sitting down with these women, it's like, oh, well then I have to. So if I need to, if my thing is, I need to be more visible on social media. Now I need to post on there every single day. And yes. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. You just have to show up there more consistently than you are right now. Yep. Make it achievable for yourself. Um, small steps. You know, say that this week I'll post Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or I'll post three times, anytime. It doesn't matter. But anytime you're making that move, your brain is starting to register that there's new rhythms going on. There's a new habit forming and it's not totally breaking from the old one. It's just happening gently. Or you do what you did, which was I will podcast every single week. And, but you had space to do that. Like you have a great business up and running that you've yeah. made practically fully automated. So you, you had that space. So don't, you know, this is the other thing. If you're choosing to be committed or consistent with something new, does something else need to be let go of mm. in order to be able to make And there were, there are things that I've let go of. And, and this is something that I think is really important to say, right? Like don't judge what, what, Lisa or I are doing and the way that we're showing up consistently in our own ways with where you are and the way that you need to show up consistently. It has to be done in your own way. There are things that I have let go of to allow me the space to honor my bigger vision of myself for Carlosophies. Mm. I let go of Radcasters. That was yep. huge. I've let go of That's email marketing. A huge decision again. Mm. There are things that I, I let go of, you know, I, I put Mabel in daycare. I let go of mother's guilt. Mm. There are things that I've had to let go of in order to be able to show up this way consistently. Yes. Yep. And sometimes it's even just the notion, like, if you're not showing up consistently, consider that maybe this isn't the thing that you want. Yes. There's, if, because if you're not committed to the thing, then you're committed to something else. Yeah. And yeah, I also want to say, yeah, just because it's kind of funny, I remember going my email, my small steps email, I've, I've written to that newsletter list weekly for years. That's going to happen on a Monday. And then it just never did. So it was like Wednesday. Wednesday is my day. <laughs> I did that too. And then, and then I emailed them and, and then, I said, sorry, I haven't been showing up every Wednesday, but I will from now on. And then I would show up for two weeks and then I'd disappear again. <laughs> So now it goes out on a Friday and because I've got no more choice, uh, the week is ended. It has to happen <laughs> on a Friday. 
<laughs> and that's the way it ended up working for me. But now the best thing is, is because I know that that's something that I want to do. I actually have it written by a Monday because. Yes. Amazing, and we do the same thing with this. Systems. Yeah, we do the exactly. same thing with this. It has to be done two weeks out. It just has to be because yep. we, we don't allow ourselves the slack. So. And I know, and I have a, an email that goes out every week with the, with this episode and a few little thoughts. And I have that done the week before because I want to, I don't want that racing last minute stuff that, you know, we've spoken about so much before. Yeah. But this is the thing. Once you've decided to commit to something or once you've decided to show up consistently, find workarounds yeah. to make Whether that that's systems and procedures or you need accountability, get yourself an accountability buddy or get a VA Outsourcing. who asks yes. you, where oh. is this? This is due. Where is it? Like figure out how you work best. Because I feel like a lot of those people who um, went from employee world to working for themselves world and are struggling with that, it's because there isn't the structure around it. There isn't yes. the the deadline. It's all self. It's all in the head. Like so, get it out. Get someone that you're accountable to, and show up that way. If that's how you work best. Yes. Or do you 100%. work best when you're accountable to your audience? Lisa and I work best yep. when we're accountable to our audiences. We're here. For you. Yeah, exactly. And so I also want to say on that is that if you are, you know, an entrepreneur who thinks really big picture, sometimes those daily tasks, those things are onerous and boring and it's not your natural spot to, to be in. And I, and I fully get that. I would like to be working on the big picture stuff that, you know, fills my boots, but the thing is that I know that that big picture stuff will never be successful if Without I don't all the do... little pieces of the puzzle yes. that make the big picture. Yeah, if you haven't connected to why social media and um, being in conversation with your community and audience is an important thing, then you just drill down into why you're doing this. The, the value that you can get from doing that and then find easy ways for it to happen for you. I think that everyone thinks about showing up and speaking up and being visible as an afterthought. They can just be the expert and people will know. It's just not true. And in this really busy online world, you do need to find your voice and you need to find a way to um, show up. So, and that could be anything. You could be a, you could be one of the top, you know, contributors on LinkedIn if that's where your audience is and forget Facebook or having a Facebook group. Yeah, because I think that's also things. really important to say too, right? Like so often people have, well, I need to have the podcast. I need to have the YouTube channel. I need to have so Facebook, email marketing, Instagram. I need to be on Snapchat. I need to be on LinkedIn, Medium, blah, 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 blah. Find somewhere where you can show up consistently because you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. So I guess we've solved the world's problems, so there will be no more issues with consistency from here on in. Right. We're consistent. Not sure about <laughs> you anyway. <laughs> but then, yeah, like I would also say with all of this too is like the whole sort of radical forgiveness yeah. is a really big part of it because if you just use this as another noose around your neck yeah. to be nasty to yourself about, forget it. Just forget it. If this is like this is a conversation that you guys asked for and can you see also that 
Carly and I don't necessarily have it sorted. We're trying new things all the time because it's easy to fall off the radar. You know, a lot of people talk about, um, you know, if you've had like, the questions, you know, if you've had a really shitty time or, you know, whatever, like how do you still, it's just for me, I, I recognize that I run a business that I want certain outcomes from that business and I have found ways to show up and to to build consistency in so that I can achieve my goals. Yeah. There's one last thing that I want to share, which is something that my kinesiologist brought up with me at my last session or the session before, or possibly a few sessions just to really drill that fucker in. And that was coulds versus shoulds. So we often feel like we should be doing something. We should be working the dog. We should be eating our kids real food. We should be showing up consistently. And then the question then, I think this is a Louise Hay um, thing. Instead, flipping it to could. Well, I could be walking the dog, but today I'm really tired and I'm just mm. going to honour that. I could mm. be showing up on social media, like just making it so that it's a, a choice then, mm. not an obligation. It's a mm. choice. You could be showing up on social media, so why aren't you? You could be podcasting consistently. So why aren't you? And that just leads back into taking that responsibility for yourself and your own behaviours. Because if you're saying that constantly, I could, but I've got the kids and I've got the blah, 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 blah. Like, don't let those coulds go into excuses. Let it be an empowering thing. I could be doing that. And yeah. the reason that I'm not is because, and is that a reason that's worth it? Yes, it's a it's a way to find out your stories. Totally, isn't it? Like build, like yeah, and a way to get to know yourself. But it does start with choosing to be consistent, choosing to make a commitment, and yeah. then you find out all of the things from there <laughs> if you're brave and if you want to bust through it as well. Totally. All right. All right. Until next week. See ya. for sticking around see you next monday remember to subscribe and keep good company